Is it possible for every one of us to turn our challenges and even our failures into a fist pump of empowerment? The answer is a resounding yes. My name is Karen Strack. I'm a wife, a mother, a registered nurse, and a new children's author. We all have a story to share, and I feel the real joy of storytelling is what we learn about ourselves as we make sense of our lives. Most importantly, stories bring people together. My story began when I was in the sixth grade. That's when I discovered my true calling or purpose in life. One of my favorite TV shows was titled Julia, starring actress and singer Diane Carroll. She was the first African-American woman to star in a lead role. The show ran from 1968 to 1971. Diane Carroll's character, Julia, portrayed everything good about humanity. Julia was a single mother working hard to provide a beautiful home for her young son. But what stood out to me was not the home, the car, the materialistic things that we seem to value. What impressed me most was the love that exuded from every pore of her being. She was the most beautiful example of an amazing mother. She taught with love, she disciplined with love, and she empathized with love. Julie was also a well-respected nurse. From my 12-year-old perspective, she looked so angelic in her crisp white nurse's uniform and white nurse's hat. Her patients loved her. She was a compassionate listener and, of course, the best patient advocate. You might be asking, how did this particular show play a major role in shaping my life? It encouraged me to dream. And from my point of view, it was also an achievable dream. So by age 12, I absolutely knew I was going to become a nurse. Now let's fast forward to age 20. I had completed two years of college at Mary Washington University in Fredericksburg, Virginia. However, life was not good on the home front. My father and I had a very strained relationship. During the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college, one decision changed the course of my life in unimaginable ways. My father kicked me out of the house and told me to, quote, never darken his doorstep again. I no longer had a roof over my head. I no longer had a place to call home, and I no longer had money for college tuition. My preconceived life path changed instantly. But you know the one thing I did have? A sense of pride. I still knew one day I would become a nurse. I just couldn't see a clear path toward my dream. As you might have already guessed, I faced a lot of hurdles toward my goal of nursing. But the great thing about hurdles is that they can also be strong motivators toward growth and opportunity. What helped me through the bad times were my incredible friends. My friends became my family and I will be forever grateful to each and every one of them. Generally speaking, success in life does not come without some degree of struggle or hard work. My worst struggle was in 1977. Age 21 was my most difficult year. I felt lost, my friends were completing their four-year degrees, and I was no longer in college. I had moved from Virginia to California lived there for only one month and realized that was a bad decision. 
When I returned to Virginia, I had less than $400 to my name, no job, and once again, no home. I had finally reached rock bottom. There is a silver lining to my story, as depicted by a famous quote, when you hit rock bottom, the only way to go is up. My father kicking me out of the house, honestly, was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. When I walked out of that house, I felt so free. I was free from my father's control. I was free to make my own decisions. And I was free to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes with any luck. It was time for me to accept full responsibility for my life choices. I didn't blame anyone, not even my father. But I needed to look at my reality from a new perspective. I had to stop comparing myself to my friends, and I needed to keep the focus of my dream alive. Unfortunately, at age 21, I felt like a total failure. I knew I needed help and a roof over my head. So I called the two people who loved me unconditionally and had always been there for me when I needed the most. I also knew they would not judge me. Those two people who now reside in heaven were Bill and Betty Lou Reckmeyer. They were my next-door neighbors for eight years, and their daughter, Karn, was my best friend. They were the only two people I trusted to help me through a difficult time. Thankfully, they opened their home to me, and I lived with them for a brief period until I could get back on my feet financially. I enrolled in Northern Virginia Community College, took out multiple school loans, and began a four-year journey toward completion of my nursing degree. I began working at the front desk of a hotel while attending nursing school. It was hard work and money was tight, but I made many new friends along the way and never lost sight of my dream. I can honestly say that my determination and my perseverance to become a nurse helped me endure the difficult years. I eventually graduated and received my RN at age 25. That was definitely a moment of celebration, success, and achievement. Fast forward again to age 32 when I got married. Two years later, I gave birth to my only daughter, Rachel. Admittedly, I can't say I was the perfect mother like the TV character, Julia, but I did my best, and I'm so proud of my daughter and the remarkable person she is today. One of my favorite memories as her mother was our nightly ritual of reading a story together. I loved the subtle messages conveyed in many of the stories. Picture books were always fun because they always had a happy or at least a satisfying ending. A little positivity or chicken soup for the soul is a nice way for children to drift off into dreamland. As the length of the books increased, so did the story themes. I enjoyed Charlotte's Web by E.B. White and Because of Winn-Dixie by Kate DiCamillo. My absolute favorite book series was none other than Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling. I escaped into a world of imagination and creativity through children's literature. As my daughter progressed through school, I decided to return to school as well and work toward my Bachelor of Science degree through an extended learning program. I completed my degree from Excelsior College in New York, now called Excelsior University. By the time my daughter was close to graduating high school, I developed a new passion, a desire to write children's books. 
One day, out of the blue, a pamphlet arrived in the mail from the Institute of Children's Literature offering courses in how to write for children. I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction. The philosophy behind this energy-centered belief is that negative or positive thoughts bring about negative or positive experiences into a person's life. So I felt it was a positive sign to pursue another passion, another goal, another dream. At this time, my marriage of 18 years was coming to an end. During the time of my divorce, I completed my writing program through the Institute. One of my author mentors recommended I submit one of my stories for publication. Unfortunately, I was unable to focus on writing. I was trying to regroup after my divorce. I was working as a nurse, but not as fulfilled as I had hoped, so I wasn't in a good place emotionally to feel creative. I still love connecting with people. I love my coworkers, but eager for something different in nursing. So believe it or not, I put my writing aside for 12 years, including the one story I wanted to get published, but I never forgot about that story. If you read my resume, you would see that I changed jobs about every two to three years within the nursing profession. There is so much to learn and so many avenues in which to detour and learn a new specialty. I've worked in general medicine, oncology, adult intensive care. I worked labor and delivery, pediatric intensive care, my very favorite, pre-op, OR, and post-op, pain management, and I even taught CPR. At the time of my divorce, I was 50 years old and trying to come up with some strategy for living out the rest of my life in a fulfilling way. My plan was to stay in California until my daughter graduated from college. Then I planned to move to a small, quiet, relaxing town somewhere in the U.S. where it's predominantly warm. I was going to buy a little house with a white picket fence and adopt a cute little dog. That was the best plan I had at the time. I started working at Hospital Drive Surgery Center in Mountain View, California. That's where I met my current husband, Steve. He's a plastic surgeon and performs most of his surgeries at the surgery center. We started dating, and once again, my life followed a completely different path than my general plan of a little house, white picket fence, and little dog. Good thing because my life is so much better than I had ever thought possible. I left the surgery center and began working for Steve, and currently I'm his laser and injection nurse. Six years later, after our first date, we married at the one and only Palmia Resort in Los Cabos, Mexico. We've been married for three years, and I now have the most wonderful, blended family you can imagine. And my daughter now has two amazing step-siblings, Danny and Evan Strzok. Last summer, I pulled out my story from 12 years ago and decided it was time to get it published. I tweaked the story a bit, changing the title from Promises to Three Paws. I also gave my main character, Boots, a disability, hence the title Three Paws. It's hard to get published as a first-time author, so I began the process of contemplating which publishing company should be offered my manuscript. Once again, Law of Attraction shows up. I was cooking dinner and heard an advertisement on the TV for Page Publishing, advertising the opportunity to publish first-time authors as well as published authors. 
After much procrastination because of those fear of rejection thoughts rearing their ugly head, my husband encouraged me to just submit the manuscript and see what happens. Thankfully, Page Publishing agreed to illustrate and publish my first children's picture book. They're currently illustrating my second picture book titled Three Paws New Family. My goal is to complete a five book series. As I tweaked my manuscript last summer, I felt a connection to my main character. Like most of us, we must find that inner strength to help us work through challenges and achieve our dreams. Three Paws is about Boots, an Alaskan grizzly bear cub who survives a tragic accident leaving him with one limp paw. If he's to survive to adulthood, he must learn to adapt to only using three paws. Boots discovers that strength and learning new skills can be shown through kindness to others and the perseverance to follow his dream. From my perspective, Boots is a symbol of anyone who has a dream, faces adversity, rises above their challenges by setting realistic goals and asking for and accepting help when needed. We are all in this game of life together. His dream didn't change because of his injury. His reality and circumstances changed, which required him to adapt to his environment as he pursued his dream. Like Boots, we all have struggles in life that we must deal with in order to progress forward and grow. Life challenges can be both a humbling experience and an inspiring experience depending on your perspective. But overall, our experiences can help us gain compassion for others. As J.K. Rowling stated in her 2008 Harvard commencement speech, what we achieve inwardly will change our outward reality. We touch other people's lives. We have the power to imagine better. By sharing my story, I'm reminded of the many life lessons of my past that have shaped my current experience. My life is amazing. I would not be where I am today if I hadn't faced my challenges and my fears. We will always have a multitude of fears to face throughout life. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of public speaking, that's mine, fear of rejection, fear of abandonment, and the list goes on. Face your fears, but play to your strengths. There's always uncertainty in life, and we don't always get what we want. Life can change in an instant, so appreciate what you have and don't take anything or anyone for granted. My biggest dream is to inspire others to overcome their limiting beliefs. You are what you choose to think, so think better thoughts and dream big. Most importantly, love yourself. Think about all of the wonderful traits and skills you possess that make you unique. We dig ourselves into an unending pit with negative self-talk and criticism. When negative thoughts start to creep into your consciousness, stop yourself, look for a better feeling positive thought. Redirect thoughts towards your strengths, not your weaknesses. In closing, I offer one last quote from Jim Rohn, a motivational speaker, that summarizes my story quite nicely. Sometimes life will hit you in the head with a brick. Don't lose faith. Keep looking for what you love to do. And one day, like me, 
I hope you too can raise your fist in the air and say with pride and appreciation, I did it. Thank you so much, Sydney, for allowing me the opportunity to share my story. Your podcasts inspire all of us to seek our joy in all that we do. Thank you. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time.